Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... I got to be president for two hours and six minutes. <laughs> like it. I like it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, stakes are high for the length of the feature length movie. <laughs> so I think we're there, there are two things we need to ascertain here. Maybe yeah. three. So the first two are obvious, right? Mm. Why have they been made president for that short time? Or how have they been kicked out? Yeah. What are they doing in that two minutes and... <laughs> Two hours and six two, minutes. Two hours and six minutes. Yeah. And thirdly, what kind of lunatic are we casting to do <laughs> both of those things? Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll move on to that later <laughs> on in the show because that's our main pitch. That title was given to us by Fingers to Hand on Twitter. Thank you, Fingers, for that title. Yeah. Um, you can follow their streams on Twitch. Very good stuff. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast to give us your titles like Fingers did uh, for political dramas. Yes. This week. Yes, we did. We did some um, current events, current affairs news stuff a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I deliberately made the post so like so based around the fanfare of, of of the actual political system of election rather than real life events because those are two completely <laughs> yeah. separate genres yes yeah and, and yeah it's it's a genre that I'm quite not familiar with but I quite enjoy watching yeah, um, yeah. whereas for me I am more cognizant of how political drama works and like goes in real life mm. and, and and enjoy that part yeah and then i, I like I, I watch some some political dramas mm. but generally i get enough out of it out of watching elections <laughs> just enough out of watching real life <laughs> yeah and the dramas that unfold yeah because yeah. it is kind of like a soap opera it, it's a circus in which we could all die <laughs> at any moment in which our lives could be changed horrifically within a space of a few months um just let that stew for a bit (laughs) listeners um so shall we get on with some political mentions let's do it this is the part of the show where we just go for a few honorable mentions or just titles people have given us and just give them a quick pitch as well before we move on to our main title so from all the webs of stage a very good podcast that mm-hmm. I've been binge listening to recently it's, it's really really good um, walk with me on this walk with me on this yeah fire walk with me on this it's I think this is Twin a Peak spin-off <laughs> I think this is a reference to the West Wing right uh, I've not seen much of the West Wing but I think it they go walk with me on this and then they just walk they through do. They, like like many medical dramas or, yeah. or uh, law things where someone important has to be somewhere and mm. everyone else does meetings in the 13 seconds they've been, they're all waiting outside the, the room uh, and you never get to see that bit actually do you you never get to see you always they always leave their room and mm. then three people are there going like so we need to blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, we're going to have to find out about about this uh, this story well make sure it doesn't go out uh, <laughs> in that sort of thing it, yeah. it, they're always just there immediately you don't get to see them waiting <laughs> coiled <laughs> Like a snake. <laughs> the anticipation. <laughs> Waiting for that door to open. Yeah. And then suddenly the handle goes... And they go... So I'm going to have to give you the papers. Because we go, we go. They've got all the Aaron Sorkin dialogue just yeah. building up in their brain. <laughs> uh. I reckon... I think we... Um, I think we might even have to do that. Yeah. So the scenes, the scenes proceeding, because everyone wants to get their thing seen and read and, and talked about yeah. in that fifteen-second journey down the <laughs> corridor. So it's a short movie. Well, no, yeah. because the whole thing yeah. is them like having a full board meeting, basically outside <laughs> the room, yeah. and trying to. Okay, here's here, uh, to make this into the political drama. They're all 
people who are very obviously au fait with the political system and the, the democratic system, right? Mm-hmm. So among the people, there are like eight of them standing outside and they're like, this is too many people. We're not all going to get our <laughs> thing seen by the prime minister yeah. on the on his way, on this 30-second journey to the next room, right? Mm. And they all say, yeah, yeah, I, I guess so, I guess so. So we'll all talk about we've got I've probably got about half an hour until he's finished his lunch mm-hmm. let's talk about what we need to give to him and vote on which is the most important <laughs> <laughs> so there's a whole election oh. process that goes on outside this room oh this is perfect this is really good because because one of them is the is sort of the assistant to the uh, secretary of state yeah um, who has like We've lost a thousand men in a bombing in a war somewhere. Yeah, yeah we need we need to make sure you give a statement and that, that you like send letters to their mums and stuff. Yeah, or, or like it's it's on it's on the border. Okay, yeah, of yeah, yeah. the UK. So okay, like, <laughs> right. So yeah. this is a, a, a homeland security issue. Yes, yeah, it's it's a homeland security issue in which thousands of people could die. Um, there is. Uh, the uh, um, the let's say that the the uh, what was it called the ambassador to um, uh, a a country that is like constantly on the verge of like uh, invading a nearby country and mm. only only the UK's intervention has has uh, done anything about it thus far. Yeah. Is 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 currently uh, he, that one guy's had a heart attack? Yeah, and he's in hospital and he wants to talk to the prime minister. Yeah, there is a uh, a drought in in a, in a foreign country uh, that needs that needs aid, and they need to go to the UN to discuss it. And that's another thing that needs to be brought up. Yep. Uh, sort of the 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 ambassador to the UN is is outside as well, and then there's. Um, the uh, the head of head of MI six mm-hmm. Hamish Blomb is uh, <laughs> Hamish Blomb is 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 uh, or H sneaking <laughs> or H from steps <laughs> sneaking played by H from steps yeah. is sneaking up the corridor to see him um, <laughs> because with a, with an important missive for his his eyes only yes yeah uh, top secret yeah stamps on it <laughs> um, and then there's uh, and then there's Bob the janitor who's like <laughs> a pipe, oh, pipe's oh. gonna burst <laughs> off in Condreserve rise <laughs> I'm out of plug holes I clear out I kind of wish that the coffee vending machine did decaf <laughs> that's what he says and then they all turn to him and they go huh <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and and we all know where this is going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the handle turns slowly. Yeah, like well, this is the thing because that the meet the meeting's happening and yeah. it's they're all it's like twelve angry men. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all they're, shouting each other yeah. down. Yeah, and and they slowly <laughs> come to the the conclusion. One of them, like poisons the other's tea. <laughs> Like, I'm going to go get some coffee. Do you want anything? And yeah. then a, a bunch of them are now asleep. Yeah. Uh, like, it's slumped up against a wall. Yeah. And, like, they're slowly people are dropping out as they're, <laughs> as they're being completely manipulated into leaving this this space. But I quite like the idea that this janitor is, is really persuasive in the fact that he goes, like, look, if you guys don't have good, good coffee, good drinks, you won't be able to do your proper job. (laughs) Which means that you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do that, and by the end of the day, you'll be screwed over, you won't be able to do your job properly, like that, that's, that, that bombing down down south, that's, that's, uh, that's never going to get sorted out because you can't do your thing, and they all go, you know what? He's right. He's right, yeah. We do need better coffee in the vending machine. <laughs> and, so, and so when the Prime Minister opens the door, it's just Bob the janitor stood there. All right. All right. <laughs> and that's how the film ends. Yeah, credits. Yeah. The, uh, the Prime Minister is played by uh, Barack Obama. We get him as a, as a yeah. cameo yep. for 
for the British Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Get him to do an English accent. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like Quicksilver in WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh, right, it's the Prime Minister from the alternate universe. Yeah, when Barack Obama <laughs> was elected Prime Minister. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Uh, from Ross Originals, we've got Out With The Old, In With The Older. Oh, man. Okay. So, I, I kind of like the idea of this being based around sort of like a regression to different kinds of parliament right mm. um so for instance like it going it, it's like oh we, we've been in the same political system for too long first past the post democracy yeah it's based on oliver cromwell i mean come on <laughs> yeah and then and then they're like well how what, what would you rather do and it's like uh, the the Scottish uh, the, the the uh the head of the Scottish National Party goes, trailed by goes, combat is like is is called Nicholas Turgeon and um uh, it's Billy Connolly Nicholas Turgeon yeah Nicholas Turgeon <laughs> I'm Nicholas Turgeon I like to have sex with my wife <laughs> and be the leader of the Scottish National Party you know what like yeah I vote for him I vote for him yeah. Um, and he says <laughs> no, no, he, he comes out on stage for about families I like to fuck my wife <laughs> I've got I've got a raging hard on right now thinking about it and I've done plenty of drugs in my time and moreover I want to abolish democracy and bring back a monarchy <laughs> a Scottish monarchy We'll have one king for Scotland and one king for for England, and then we'll fight. <laughs> Every five years, we'll just have a fisticuffs. <laughs> we'll just have a fucking throw down, drag out fight. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll 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 bring we'll bring back the political system that we saw in Macbeth. <laughs> I'll invite the king over to stay. <laughs> I'll see. I'll go and visit the witches. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's three witches just cooey off in the corner, out of a window. Out of a window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll invite the witches. They'll tell me my future. I'll I will want to have sex with my wife, but then she'll say not until you've killed the king. <laughs> I like to have sex with my wife, uh, as I, I don't know if I've mentioned it, uh, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's literally his campaign slogan. <laughs> I like I to have sex with my wife. I can't have sex with my wife until I'm king. <laughs> Brackets, and I like to have sex with my wife. Um, for those who don't know, my impression of Billy Connolly is just. I like to have sex with my wife because that's his. That's, that's, that's a his lot bit. of his jokes. He's yeah. a very funny man. I yeah. don't mean any in, uh, offense by it because actually I like I quite like it. Yeah, but it's his bit. It is it's, it is lots of his comedy. Yeah, it's like Omajilili being Iranian. You yeah, just yeah. can't get around it. You can't. Omajilili is Iranian. Billy Connolly likes to have sex with his wife. Right, he does. It's, yeah. it's just simple. It's it's nice. <laughs> I like to have sex in wedlock in the missionary position. So yeah, I think I think that like this is such a persuasive yeah. slogan. I can't be I can't have sex with my wife until I'm king. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's got the incel vote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Just a ridiculous amount of people. You don't get to change monarch. Yeah. Like you do. You know, in everything else, you have the the democratic political system. Mm. But the Queen, apart from, like, you know, a vote for, like, like a Republican vote to see if the British public still want to have a monarch, Mm. we don't get a choice over who's Queen. We only get a choice whether that one Queen is Queen or not. Yeah. Right? Well, this is all Billy Connolly wants, is the opportunity to put a system in place whereby... He can invite the queen round so he can kill her and take her place. <laughs> she has to make me fain of Cawdor first. <laughs> all, 
all I'm really campaigning for is a small change, which is to say to reinstate the <laughs> reinstate the position of Thane. <laughs> is it is it Thane of Glam's first, and then Thane of Cordor? Yes, that's which the is one. like the successor, isn't it? It's the bigger yeah. one. Yeah, um, <laughs> it very much plays out like Macbeth. I, I think the thing is, right? I don't. I, I'm. I'm not Steve Pemberton, so yeah. I don't want to just write Macbeth. Oh, exactly. Um, what I want is just the the, the the movie to be everything but Macbeth. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything around Macbeth. Like we get to the point where I think we let it get up to the point where um, the vote's gone through. The position of Thane of Cordor is is back. <laughs> in business yeah yeah and the queen unbeknownst to her because she doesn't follow politics yeah yeah of course um, why I mean, would she because she's got the chance to veto any anything mm. and yet she doesn't yeah. so she can't possibly follow politics um she uh she looks down at a letter she's just received and it's like an invitation to supper in Cordor <laughs> you know what's even better than Macbeth uh to reference I want to bring back the system of government that is present in the 2006 film The Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> you keep what you kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a thing that doesn't really make sense, but I, I kind of <laughs> want it. And also a lot less universal than my previous plan. Because <laughs> it's basically... Like, he kills the main bad guy at the end, and they all just go... I guess you have to keep that guy. Guess he's guess he's king now. <laughs> he's king now. There you go. <laughs> and it's why Carl Urban is like, I want to kill him. The whole the whole film, Carl Urban and, uh, and Tanya Newton are just like, let's kill him. Let's kill him. Yeah, they do the Macbeth story, and it's, it's even more boring than Macbeth. <laughs> um, but yeah... <laughs> Comes comes up on on the next time he comes to the podium and goes right. I kind of want it like this now because I've just, <laughs> I've, just I've, watched, I've just watched Chronicles of Riddick and it's really good. I've just watched this film Chronicles of Riddick. I saw the I saw the poster in uh, in Christian Grey's bedroom. <laughs> that's how he gets. And I thought, I wonder if that's a real movie. <laughs> Turns out it is because I've seen Pitch Black. Yeah. A lot of many years ago. <laughs> I seen Pitch Black many years ago and I thought, that was great. And then, then I saw I saw Vin Diesel and I thought, ah, that looks like a little bit like the guy out of Pitch Black. They made a sequel. Turns out they made a sequel called The Chronicles of Riddick. And they've actually got quite a few good points when it comes to governance. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's that's where the film goes. <laughs> from there on yeah, yeah. he manages to talk the, he explains the entire plot of the Chronicles yeah, of Riddick yeah yeah it's, it's, it's him up on the podium like, and if you think about it what? the Dark Lord from Chronicles <laughs> of Riddick is quite a lot like Queen Elizabeth II <laughs> and and the witches that I keep seeing they're kind of like Judy Dench and <laughs> the fact that they turn up and don't really have much to say <laughs> and are in are in the film for no real reason whatsoever. I thought this was meant to be a universe filled with humans, but yet we've got people who can float around. A woman made out in of the wind. wind. <laughs> a woman who's ostensibly made out of wind. <laughs> and I thought this was a grounded human-based universe. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's that. Um, <laughs> what's that with the old in with the older? <laughs> I mean, it's true. We're yeah, getting yeah. out rid of an old political system and in with in, a much older one. Yeah, from the Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I guess that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Macbeth one was older. Yeah, the Macbeth the one was older. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure the one in Chronicles of Riddick is based on an old, <laughs> an old uh, thing, right? 
Maybe, who knows? Um, so those are all our titles. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. Remember to go to our social media. I said earlier, the uh, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and at Life's a Pitch show on Twitter to give us your titles every week. We put out a post up uh, asking for titles based around a specific genre, but we don't really care as... Uh, uh, as we've found in the past, yeah. just give us titles, we'll make it work. We will make it work, whatever it is that we get. So, yeah. um, you know, just don't don't feel constrained, but just feel guided by yeah. the posts. Yeah, it's a, more of a suggestion than, yeah. a, uh, than something. So, um, yes, shall we move on to our final major pitch? Let's do it. So from fingers to hand, we've got, I got to be president for two hours and six minutes. Okay, so... We have the three questions, right? Mm-hmm. The first one is, what leads to someone getting to be president um, uh, for two hours and six minutes? Yeah. Second question, what do they do in that two hours and six minutes that either leads to them <laughs> stopping being president or just what do they do? Yeah. And third, what kind of buck wild character is going to be running rampant in the White House for, for two hours and six minutes? <laughs> well... I originally had an idea for this, and that is, guy sat in the Oval Office, not cast him yet, but suddenly, bang, his head explodes. Okay. Blood sort of splats towards the camera, freeze frame. You're probably wondering how I got here. (laughs) (laughs) It's, um... Oh, I can't remember. I never remember this actor's name. It's the guy. It's the devil from Reaper who was also in Twin Peaks as the dad of oh. um, Laura Palmer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we were watching Twin Peaks, we were just like, it's, it's the devil. It's <laughs> the devil from Twin Peaks. Except he's got, he's got weirdly, his hair is brown, which was solved, <laughs> which was it turned white, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that man's name. That was a lot of people. If anyone's watched a bit of Twin Peaks, it's the guy who randomly walked into rooms dancing and singing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. crying for no reason. Um, Ray Wise. Ray Wise is his name, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Wise. So, so it's him, because he looks very presidential, doesn't he? He looks very sort of like, almost almost too presidential to be in a movie as the president. Yes, yeah, like, you, you see him and you're like, why isn't this, why isn't this man running for president? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the with, ans- a, with a nefarious scheme in his mind. Yes, yeah, and, and the answer is, he's not that famous. <laughs> It's true, yeah. It's not Ronald Reagan. No. It's not The Rock. There's it's no, not Donald uh, Trump. There's it's, no other other limiting factors to presidency. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to be famous. You've mm-hmm. got to be you got to be real famous to ever stand a chance. Yep. So Ray Wise sat in the Oval Office. <laughs> Twiddling his thumbs. Twiddling <laughs> his thumbs. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the celebrations have all gone off without a hitch. And then suddenly, bang! <laughs> <laughs> You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> That's how we open the film. Someone had shot him. Okay. And exploded well, his head. Maybe not. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking someone didn't shoot him. Oh. I'm thinking we explain how he got to the point of his head exploding. Like, oh, right. right mo- in a moment. Um, I think that, like, it, it very much is a matter of some kind of you're never going to get make president like this. Right. Yeah. You're never going to, you're never going to, um, uh, uh, he, he's he's running as a, a primary or whatever. He's running in the election. Yeah. But he's not doing well. The no. polling numbers are all terrible. Like he um he's he's his opponent, um, Doctor Fascism, um, is <laughs> is doing very well. Doctor Fascism. Yeah. Yeah. Do- yeah. Doctor Fascism, played by Willem Dafoe. Doctor the, the surprisingly socialist Doctor Fascism. I'm uh, I'm gonna be. Uh, well, I'm going to be segregating the entire community. Yeah. <laughs> you should all know. No, I think I think Doctor Fascism <laughs> should be a very progressive platform. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he's running. <laughs> it's just why why he has a name. It's his DJ name. <laughs> he I was mean, a no, DJ. He's just, he's just Doctor uh, <laughs> Doctor Peter Fascism. Yeah. It's just it's just an unfortunate name he was given. It was handed down from his parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't control your name. So Dr. Peter Fascism, he's doing they, very They were they were hippie vegans from the uh, from <laughs> from the Summer of Love. Well, you know, the do you fascists. Know, do you know what it was? Yeah. 
Um, the fascism. His his parents were hippies. Yeah. Hippie vegans. Um, they named him fuck. They named him <laughs> fuck fascism. Um, but when you apply to be the president, when you put your CV in, yeah, they say you can't have a swear as your name. Okay, that's one of the rules. Isn't so it? he had to change it to Peter. Peter. <laughs> Peter fascism. Yeah. 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 Um, which really you know damaged his reputation until he told the story in a tearful uh, press briefing yeah. about how he used to be called fuck fascism <laughs> he used to get bullied at school constantly yeah. by all the fascist children by all the fascist I was putting I've had a I've had a I've had a very strange upbringing I was I was brought up by hippies who called me fuck fascism and then I was put into a school exclusively for neo-nazis <laughs> as a uh, it, it, it was my dad said it was an art piece <laughs> my whole life has become an art piece which is which is which is part of the reason why I'm becoming president. <laughs> so that this never happens again. <laughs> no, that's, that's part of it. Oh, it's, right. It's it's like, it's... anyone could be president. Like, uh, proving a point. Oh, it's right. like, uh, if Banksy turned out to be Donald Trump or something. This, I'll be honest with you, uh, people of America, my fellow Americans, the whole, uh, this whole presidential run is part of that same art piece. <laughs> People, and, and people are like scratching their chins going hmm yeah it really does say something about the human condition doesn't it yeah. and they're all like I'll vote for this guy sure yeah. just to see what happens well one he's from the deep south mm-hmm. um, he's uh, he, he ended up sort of turning around those neo-nazis sort of appeasing them yeah uh, and um, he's got everyone's vote yeah he's got Do- everyone's Do- vote Dr. Peter Fascism has everyone's vote yeah <laughs> And Ray Wise is like, I, I don't know how he's got his head in his hands. He's like, I don't know how I can. He's running on the campaign slogan. <laughs> I've got everyone's vote, and by choice. <laughs> I've got everyone's vote by choice. That's that's his uh, that's his campaign slogan. And yeah, Ray Wise has got his head in his hands, and he's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> this is the perfect candidate. Yeah, this guy's so good, and and his um. Uh, his, his his like campaign manager mm. played by um, Charlie Day yeah is like <laughs> well we gotta get, do something that'll get their attention right like we gotta we gonna we're gonna have to do something big we're gonna have to I, I don't know uh, milk a cow and he's like don't be stupid milk a cow what then like I, I, uh, uh, ride a cow you're going to have to come up with something better than that, Charlie. I can't stop thinking about cows, I'm sorry. What if you... And then they see someone, like... Uh, they, they look out the window, and then there's a there's a, this teenager. Mm. And they do the thing where they spike a beer. Yeah. And then, you know, like, and then just... Like, take the side of it. The side of the can of beer. Oh, and yeah, drink yeah. out the side of it. like, And then everyone's going, chug, 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 chug. Right? And he's like... Well, what if that guy's pretty popular? What if I did that? <laughs> what? Just spiking a can of beer and and drinking it. Yeah. And he's like, well, I I mean, I could do that. You got to do something more special than that, I reckon. What How if about I, if you I... did it with your ear? <laughs> You'd be the fizziest president ever. Fizziest president ever. So so he gets on on press and just goes, "I'm going to do something that no president has ever done ever." <laughs> yeah, you will be excited by what is going to come. They hire David Blaine. Yeah, <laughs> he's the he's the assistant campaign yeah. manager. Yeah, yeah. Um, and David Blaine is is there in the background. Just goes, "I can confirm." <sighs> I can confirm. He keeps falling asleep, David Blaine, because it's David Blaine. Yeah. He, he's he keeps <clears throat> tremendously boring-sounding man. Yeah, and uh, he goes, "I can confirm that no president has ever done this before." And, and everyone, everyone in the press briefing is like, "What the fuck is he going to do?" He's got, he's got, he's got books. He's got piles of piles upon piles of books on this desk that he's at. He's like, yeah. "I've done the research, and uh, I can confirm. I've, I've gone to every act." that every president has done in the entire history of of uh, our great country and it looks like no president has ever done this <laughs> this is going to be a first for America 
<laughs> what is it? What is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? And then and then just stands in front of uh, in front of the camera. Yeah. Brings a can of <laughs> a fizzy beer. A fizzy beer. It says fizzy beer. Yeah. In uh... F I Z E E. <laughs> gets gets a pencil. Shakes up the can. Yeah. Stabs it and then <laughs> puts it to his ear. Yeah, just just like <laughs> just puts it right into his ear. Right little, in his yeah. ear, like uh, uh, and his face is going redder and redder yeah, and redder. Yeah. It's uh, 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 <laughs> and he and starts because then... of all the gas in it. He starts like floating around. Yeah, like he starts doing a little tap dance like up in the air, <laughs> like it's fizzy lifting drink. Yeah, yeah. His head's now really light. All the while, the press. Uh, conference all, all the all the press are going chug 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 Up, chug chug uproarous applause yeah everyone loves it right yeah. but the problem is they've still got two more months of campaigning to go <laughs> oh god <laughs> so, so every everywhere he goes he has to <laughs> he's got to do, do it in every state and like it gets to the point where he has to have these big weighted balls mm. to, dangling from his ankles to keep him from floating away because yeah. his head is getting lighter and lighter and lighter and bigger and bigger meanwhile right I think we have a have a subplot yeah cut to the CIA because mm-hmm. we all know they're in control yeah uh, and they really want uh, Mr. Fascist to win the uh, the election yeah big it, fans of art pieces because it, it makes the CIA look good if a fascist is the president of the United no States no matter whether that's a real fascist or just someone named fascist yeah that's okay. the joke yeah. <laughs> it's um uh, there we go uh, who's, who's playing the head of the CIA um let's say it's um uh Mads Mikkelsen he's like yeah there must always be a fascist in the White House <laughs> you know well, this guy, his name's literally fascist. There must always be a fascist in the White House. Cool. Well, we'll leave Mads Mikkelsen in his padded cell. <laughs> <laughs> we go and do the proper work for the CIA. He's he's the think tank. <laughs> they they go to him <laughs> for counsel whenever like he's the guy running the CIA in inverted commas. Basically, he's like he's like a head in a jar they go to. Even better. Yeah. Right. He's like because uh, cause, right Ray Wise cutting to Ray, Ray Wise again sorry. Yeah. he's finding that the more he does this the more incredible ideas he gets for, for what he's going to do when he gets to be president mm. right because um, he's like he, he, he's pretty sure it's the popularity and people loving him but yeah. he's like on the ball he's like smashing out like time after time he's making amazing speeches and he's just really popular yeah right? Mads Mikkelsen has this like details this crazy plan right and it's it's a deal with a, a political like um a, opponent someone who's going to try and bring down uh, someone like a whistleblower or something on the yeah. on the CIA it's like what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to uh fill his gravy boat with tar <laughs> then when he goes to move the gravy across the cooker it's going to explode it will look like a gas explosion from a faulty hub um, and they're like whoa I can't believe you're thinking like 20 moves ahead of everyone right and he's like just go and do it and then they go they leave him in his padded cell at which point he reaches out towards the padded cell bangs on the wall right a slide out fridge <laughs> gets a, a can of fizzy beer oh. and a pencil oh and my god <laughs> And, and does the same thing he starts floating in the middle yeah, of the room yeah. and he's like I'm thinking really hard <laughs> he says to the camera <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen also doing the same thing right yeah and, it just uh, turns out that Ray Wise has stumbled across something that makes you do really good thinking yeah I, I think like he's he's in Delaware mm-hmm. and uh, he's doing his campaign trail as Delaware goes so goes the nation yep as and, they always say he just goes Bang! In the ear, comes out and goes, free ice creams for everyone! <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah! And they're like, and they're like, and they're like how are we going to afford it? 
And he's like, we, I've invented an ice cream treat. We balance the budget <laughs> in inverted commas. He does the, he does the, he does the little air quotes thing with his, his hands. We balance the budget. And then Charlie Day is like, of course. <laughs> Why did we think of that? Yeah. <laughs> Don't play it. It's just like. Eliminate waste. <laughs> Whoa! What? We were just rolling around in this waste. And then uh, he, he he goes to California. Bang! In the air. We bring Hawaii closer. <laughs> How are we going to do it? A sentient polar bear is going to drive it here. Volcano power. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a, a a sidekick that says Oisky Poisky <laughs> and everyone's like yeah that is that must be the third time we've referenced Noah's Island yeah in this year yeah and I I, I, I like it that way yeah yeah I, I like it that way as well yeah. but people you know, might people might not know what Noah's Island is well if you don't you know where YouTube is and are very confused yeah. by by a sentient polar bear piloting Hawaii I'm not about to apologise for no. for um, uh, referencing one of the most seminal works of art uh, of the 90s has, of, 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 of the last 50 years yeah yeah and to go back and watch it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He says Oisky Poisky. He does. He does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever he was. <laughs> Whatever, he Whatever was. animal that that thing was. Yeah. He says Oisky Poisky. Yeah. Um, so, and everyone's like, woo! We didn't know we wanted Hawaii closer, but here we are. Here we definitely we want that. It's Hawaii Fridays. <laughs> Hawaii will come closer every Friday, and we'll yeah. have a little party in between, in in the shallows between our two country, uh, between our two landmasses. Yeah, and uh, you're just telling every state what they want to hear. Yeah, that's that's it. You can ride Hawaii up and down the coast. Yeah, that's 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 his promise. <laughs> It'll pull into the shallows. You can wade out to Hawaii, and then it'll go up and down. Yeah, there you go. It's it's like a floating theme park. Yeah, on the uh, on the Californian uh, Californian coast. Um, and he tells Hawaii, no one, and I mean no one, will ever build a lair inside your volcano. <laughs> no one. No one. <laughs> Never again. He says. <laughs> Never again. And the Hawaiians are just like, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. We can live without previous, a volcano. Previous layer. presidents have have been so lax on the volcano defense angle. <laughs> We've just felt ignored. Yeah. But now they've let all manner of evil genius squat in our volcano. <laughs> but now Ray Wise is here. Oh boy, a thing's gonna change. Floating around. Making decisions. But meanwhile, it's it's back to back to fuck fascism. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like I don't know why I'm losing. Um, my uh, my name is literally, literally fuck fascism. Well, it used to be. Now I'm Doctor Peter Fascism. Now I'm Doctor Peter Fascism, and uh, I thought they'd appreciate my volcano layer. <laughs> I had big plans for that volcano layer, <laughs> but apparently they don't like it anymore. Well, I'm gonna just walk out of this movie. See you later, and uh, and then the he concedes. <laughs> yeah, he concedes. Like he, he, we never hear from him again. <laughs> like we only see Ray Weiser's side of the polls. <laughs> we we never see the other side. Okay. We just see the the blue or red line go up for, for Ray Weiser. We yeah. never see who he who he's running against. Yeah. It's like, well, this seems to be an avalanche uh, or a landslide, landslide victory. It's a landslide that was uh, miraculously stopped by Ray Wise as he floated on by. <laughs> he stopped a landslide. Yeah. Literally by <laughs> just floating up there. near it. Yeah, yeah. All those, you know all those balls and chains that I mentioned, those big weights that have been holding him down? <laughs> he just kind of dragged them up the side of the mountain to put everything back in place. Oh, I thought he was just looking at the landslide as it was coming down the hill. He, he went, bang, put it in his ear, <laughs> and then went, maybe a river should run by. <laughs> and, and the landslide goes, yay! 
<laughs> landslide's really on board. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, so so he's he's won the presidency. Uh, what does he do? We've got two hours and six minutes. Two to hours fill. and six minutes. So first thing is he goes for, goes to the toilet. He hasn't, he hasn't done since since he started this endeavor. It's been two months. Yeah, and he's he's never been to the toilet. Takes him thirty five minutes. He's, he's, he gets in after he's been sworn in. Yeah, he sits around in the Oval Office and just goes, "Fucking hell, I need a wee." <laughs> He wheezes for thirty-five minutes straight. Yeah, and then walks into the toilet off off the side of the Oval Office, and then then we just hear piddling in the uh, in the toilet. And then he goes, and he comes out, and he goes, "Charlie, I've just checked my notifications on my phone. I haven't done that since since we started this whole thing." Yeah, uh, I got a lot of missed calls from my doctor. <laughs> Charlie's like, "What do you mean?" He says uh, something about blood pressure. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Meanwhile... I'll get back to him. Meanwhile, Mads Mikkelsen is just like... We need to kill the president. He's, uh... He's not the fascist we want. No. Uh, so, uh... So I'm gonna... I'm gonna hire a sniper... To shoot his head. And he's gonna... He's gonna explode. His head's gonna explode. And we, we all think... Oh, no... Oh, we no. saw that at the start of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Cuts to uh, cuts to Carl Urban, the sniper, walking around in Washington yeah. ominously yeah. with his sniper, just like sort of waiting. He's at the top of the Washington Monument. Yeah, <laughs> he's waiting there, waiting there for a good for a good shot. Yeah. Um, kind like, of losing his balance every now and then. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's windy up here. That's <laughs> a wibbly wobbly obelisk. <laughs> Says Carl Urban. Ah, yo, well, that's a wibbly wobbly obelisk, girl. Let me tell you. Again, much like with most things he's in, we don't know where he's from yeah. by his accent. <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's a wibbly wobbly obelisk. It's definitely not an accent we've heard him do before. Nope. <laughs> he's a much, much like in the boys, where he's like, is he Australian or is he just from London? He's just a we kooky, can't tell. Just a kooky guy. Just a kooky guy. And this one, he's like, whoa! <laughs> the the world's loudest sniper. I'm the world's best sniper. I'm also the loudest. <laughs> wearing polka dot pants <laughs> like trousers <laughs> he's, he's got little trumpets <laughs> not little trumpets little little sort of air horns in his feet <laughs> horns, yeah. beep 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 <laughs> not wearing a top <laughs> as, he, as he's walking around not wearing a shirt at all not wearing a shirt he's, yeah. he's constantly carrying a boom box yeah and he's like, this this gun will really blow his head up. Yeah, yeah. He says, yeah. It's, uh, it's constantly, constantly carrying around a boombox playing uh, Separate Ways by Journey. <laughs> Real loud. Sure. And he's driving around in his, uh, in his yellow Hummer. Like people, people definitely notice there's a sniper around. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's he's known. He's known, <laughs> he's known throughout America as, as CIA's loudest sniper. <laughs> yeah, and so so he's up on the on the Washington Monument. God knows how he got up there. He walked with his magnet boots yeah. up there. Um, uh, he's, uh, yeah, and uh, and so <laughs> Ray Wise just twiddling his thumbs. And uh, and we sort of twenty four cut to see through the sights of of Carl uh, Urban's uh, gun. Yes. Yeah, so, so on one side of the frame is Ray Wise twiddling his thumbs, and in another frame in the shot, there's uh, another shot in the frame. Sorry, there's Carl Urban preparing his sniper. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly, bang! <laughs> Ray Wise's head explodes. Oh no! Before that, Ray Wise goes. Should have thought. Maybe not everyone in the world likes me. I should have a big think about this. Uh, I'm sure I can figure out who doesn't like me and, and stop them from killing me or anything like that. You know, you wouldn't imagine. Uh, and then he, he gets another one of these fizzy fizzy beers into his ear. And then and then, and then like, it cuts to Charlie Day walking yeah. around the West Wing looking at the ingredients for, uh, for the fizzy drink. Yeah. And then at the bottom of the can in really small letters <laughs> it says... 
do not do not take do not inhale through ear yeah could cause head explosions increases pressure 10,000 times in the in the head yeah, yeah. Uh, could lead to explosions yeah. of head and he he drops the can <laughs> starts running you just hear <laughs> well he drops the can and then the camera sort of zooms in while he's sort of running off in out of focus in the background yeah zooms in on the can in the uh, in the foreground on the floor yeah and it zooms in on that line and it's like <laughs> and he runs in and there's just blood all over the Oval <laughs> office he's like what <laughs> what happened and uh, <laughs> Carl Urban gets his sniper up and goes what the f- <laughs> well you win some you lose some <laughs> and then walks down back down <laughs> down the obelisk I like the- I kind of like the idea that um that it sat in the in place on on the desk like under the desk from like from I guess no not under the desk from a closet mm. in the room comes a child version of Ray Wise and Charlie is like what the hell just happened and he's like well <laughs> it's, and it's he a goes, baby <laughs> it's a baby with the head of Ray Wise <laughs> and he goes and he goes uh, rewind and it's like I knew someone was probably going to kill me so I had to think really fast and one of the effects of the fizzy uh, fizzy beer is that it helps you think really fast and so it has him like go hmm someone might kill me and then doing that and it like expands his brain and then in his head he's basically like creating the plans for a cloning machine yeah yeah which he does in like 20 seconds yeah well no no I think the Oval Office would already have a cloning machine just in case just in case well yeah maybe maybe actually maybe we we do a heist thing and say that his first idea when he first did that when he was on the podium yeah, yeah. was to make himself a clone because eventually this will lead to him only becoming yeah. president in for two minutes and 66 seconds which the only way you can get out of a pre- presidency and still be popular is by being murdered as president yeah. as JFK taught us yep <laughs> so he promised all this stuff and then died quote unquote yeah so his name will forever be a, 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 a absolute clean sheet of wonderfulness yeah he promised everything to make America perfect and then immediately died so Ray Wise but with a Ray Wise with the head of Ray Wise but the body of a baby yeah looks up at Charlie Day and goes can you carry me on your shoulders? <laughs> and they walk out of the Oval Office and, and the the White House, get in a car and, and, ne- and never see again. You just hear, you just hear Charlie Day going, you're surprisingly light, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm a baby. I'm a baby. <laughs> My head is, uh, is a is an elderly man. <laughs> and it's full of gas. There we go. There you go. That was uh, I got to be president for two hours and six minutes. Yeah, uh, that's that's what that film was. <laughs> thank you, fingers to hand, for the title, and thank you to everyone who gave us titles this week. If you did enjoy it, and uh, and uh, um, let's call it unique brand of storytelling, yeah, um, you can uh, vote for us in the next election. No, um, you can uh, always tell your friends about us, mm-hmm. thereby increasing our fame level, thereby increasing our chances of becoming the president of the United States. Yes, both of us. Yes, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll kind of make a kind of weird Voltron. Yeah, um, I'll form the head, for instance, and I will be one leg. <laughs> we'll just be a head and a leg. <laughs> um, but if you want to help us out a lot, um, you can help pay for the operations we'll re- require to cr- to to make ourselves into that Voltron creature. Make me into a leg, please. <laughs> Um, and if you want to do that, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. You can give as little as $1 a month. Mm. That is 25 cents a week. Yeah. It is no amount of money you're going to re- uh, realize has gone out of your account. Yeah. Um, and uh, that will give you, um, firstly, it will just help support us. Mm. Um, it gets you a vote on the genre that we do. Uh, and it also um, allows you, uh, well, it gets your name read out on every single episode. So, like this. 
just like this. We've got Brandon Spanky Mills, 400 baby cereal dragons in a trench coat. Mr. Bisque, we're getting reports of a crack team trying to stop you in the past. Jeremy Elkayam, Stephen D. Thomas, fingers to hand. Prime... Pine Trimister. The Timeulator is detecting a second time warp, and it's not us. James Delaney. Brames D. Tom Kyam. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry if oh, that's no. someone's actual name. Oh no, no, I, 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 I'm gonna carry on. <laughs> we can't stop the Wusk Heap born alone. We need a hero. We need Brent Black. Really? Him? <laughs> but will he answer our call? 400 approacheth at will... All will rise, all will pull. Your mysterious benefactor, Joseph Hegarty. Pentvis, come quickly. Paulvin is appearing all over the sodding time screen. What do we do? <laughs> Window cleaners stole my apricots. <laughs> He's gone. Uh, listeners, he's gone. Jimmy, you're right. The Bisque Vengers are coming along nicely, but we're a bit too safe for work. We need Alex NSFW. <laughs> I promise I didn't put these in. Carl, not only are you immune to jumbling, but your bone marrow seems to, to reverse jumbulation. We have to harvest you. Nikki Hindmarch. Cracking the digital mainframe? That doesn't mean anything. Davey, why haven't you why don't you just try a forgotten password request? Matt, here's a pitch. It's a podcast in which we pitch movie ideas at each other. Eden MW, Tom by Jove you've cracked it. Send it to podcast printy send it to the pod, podcast printy press thing and get us on Spotify. We are on Spotify if uh... I just my theory here is that someone has been listening to all the all the names <laughs> and has tried to combine them. <laughs> they know when the next name is going to come up. Yeah, because I always read them in the same order. <laughs> because Brent Black is just a name. He's always he's always in Brent between Black. the same two people. Yeah. So yeah, that changed. You know what really got me though? Yeah. And amongst all that, <laughs> window cleaner stole his yeah. apricots. I, yeah. I noticed because yeah. he left the room. Yeah, <laughs> I was done. That that had me. It was like um, earlier on in the in the epic tale, where there is just two people having dinner and yeah. complaining about it. <laughs> well, anyway, if you want to get on that list and help out with that ongoing narrative in your own special way, yeah. um, you can go over to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast. Uh, yeah, just join the club, join the join the fun. You can get there's there's other things you can get at other tiers, but you know we're not going to cover that today because we're already over time. So I think usually we end the podcast with a yes, very clever award, don't we? Yeah, the uh, the award we give out. Someone has given us a title based around an existing title, and it's just just a bit of fun with it. Yeah, um, nothing we could really do about it. Um, <laughs> they, they did it. They they inflicted it upon us yeah. and are very clever for it. Yep. And uh, ooh, we've got a few here. Uh, all the webs of stage gave us the East Wing. Ah, yes. And Very Fingers good. to Hand gave us the President's New Groove. <laughs> I can't like that one. <laughs> so I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it? Mm-hmm.